0: I don't think Jeff Saturday is coming into this and saying, "Okay, I'm going to know this playbook by the end of the week." No, I think he's going to take this from an OC pers not not an OC a CEO perspective
1: he's and got say, to.
0: "There's no other way." Like, like hey, I'm just going to figure out where we're getting food at for this weekend, where we're staying at for hotels and stuff. Like, get guys <laughs> here on time. OC, you. <laughs> Like DC mom basically. Yeah, DC, you do defense. <laughs> I'll motivate these guys every now and then. I'll give us a raw raw speech before the game, and we'll go like one and five the rest of the season. There'll Why be I juice
1: think? boxes and orange orange slices <laughs> on the sidelines at all times. At what point do we know this shit show has hit the highest level? It's when we gotta hire a team mom as head coach, and we just sell, tell Sam Ellinger figure it out what-
0: The Flyover State Sports shows for a mature audience. It contains strong language and adult situations. We do not own the rights to any audio of the podcast. Viewer discretion is, is advised. Hello everybody, and welcome back to your regularly scheduled program, the Flyover State Sports Show. We're no longer a radio show, we have a show script, and look who has returned. Mr. Refried Beans himself with his bush... Hurry, bite.
1: drink, drink, drink! Drink! Oh my don't, god! <laughs> don't let
0: that foam hit the ground, bro! What the
1: Jesus. fuck are you...
0: Laugh it up. Laugh it up like the dog you are. That's right, monkey. ooh eat. God <laughs> Jesus! Oh my God! I made him spit up beer.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh so, shit! That was hilarious. I'm sorry for those of you that can't see us right now. Uh, for this shit um, show of a uh, oh a god host we have back here.
0: To uh to all right. So for everyone who's listening on radio right now, or your phone, or however you may listen, for the play by play beans slaps a bush light on the table, ready to fucking make his triumphant return, cracks it some bitch open, foams over just like a beer in a commercial. Some of the beer gets on the table. He goes to drink it. And I tell him, Yeah, lick that shit up like a dog you are. And then I start making <laughs> monkey noises for some reason. And an entire half mouthful of beer slash foam comes out of this man's mouth and onto the table. He's now wiping it down, and now he needs to drink to forget.
1: He's back, folks. Chug, chug,
0: chug, 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 chug. Oh, I missed you, fucking lovable losers. Yep. You know what that reminded me of, Gavin? What? This last weekend. Yeah. But we can't tell that on this show. That's another time.
1: Still hungover.
0: Let's just say it had something to do with uh, milk with a different letter. Jesus. Shoes and the, and romance. Yeah. So I'm getting that. If you know, you know, nice. Thank you. So we have got to talk about sports and I, I don't want to, I don't know what it is. I'm really not talking about sports mood right now. I can't really pinpoint it. And I think it has something to do with the fact that, uh, my brain is in election season. In a different life, I'm a political scientist. But the show must go on. We gotta talk about the University of Rock Chalk, Kansas Jayhawks. What what in the butt? Six and three bowl eligibility. Oklahoma State taking that D. Rhymes bars. I can't rhyme Does, with bars.
1: The Big Twelve doesn't make sense to anybody anymore, right? <laughs> like. No. Like,
0: (laughs) actually, this game did kind of make sense because Oak State was playing with a like walk on quarterback or a backup quarterback or something. So it almost made
1: sense. Yeah. But like, lost in the like, every single time I heard a K State fan like say something to a KU fan about that, then like the part that's been ignored is KU is also playing with their Will Howard. So I don't know. Like, Two backup quarterbacks were facing off in this game and KU controlled the entire game. So that's fair. Um, I did anybody still, I, Go, go ahead. ahead.
0: No, did anybody predict this? Like uh yeah, Vegas did. They had no, they no, no, no. as a one point favorite. Did anybody from last week predict this? I listened I to it, but I don't remember this part. I don't remember this part either. I don't, I don't remember either. a lot about last week, and that's how I like it, man. <laughs> okay.
1: We leave, it, there, down, right? we leave it in the last vibing, week.
0: I man. There was no structure to hold me down. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats meditation.
1: to the University of Kansas for getting its sixth win, getting bowl eligible. You get the monkey off your back. Now you can, like, you know, kind of pl- go into the postseason. This coaching staff is going to essentially go into the offseason praise no matter what happens the last couple weeks now.
0: And they get the extra practice time. And you get the extra important thing. Watch can't you just not be a basketball school now? They're just strictly a football school. I mean, no, I wish, but no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, they could be both, but they'll always still be a basketball school.
1: Yeah, I Um, I have nothing really more to add to this game than just like it is good to see when it feels like you get that coaching bump of just like a high floor to your team. And then when you get a shitty Oklahoma, or like an overrated Oklahoma State team without their backup quarterback, even though they're probably a more talented team, maybe they're a better coach team. I don't know. And you they just kind get of ranked in the CFP rankings. Oklahoma State?
0: No, KU. KU. Oh, oh, I'm sure they're receiving. Well, yeah. I mean, like the college football playoff. Oh, he oh. doesn't receive votes. No, right. they yeah. didn't. That's kind of weird. Not gonna lie. Yeah,
1: I mean they that. lost a to OU. You
0: know, you use kind of mid, and they lost to TCU. TCU is apparently and, good. And TCU's good at least. Who's the other lost two? Did they lose two else? Yeah, no, they're not even they're Baylor. Not it's Baylor. It's Baylor. Baylor's all right too. I'm kind of surprised they're not ranked. Yeah, I, think no, that's more of an indi- I feel like that's more of an indictment on the Big Twelve than anything else. I, I don't think the I committee. Don't
1: thinks,
0: I don't think that the committee thinks the Big Twelve is very good and they're not giving a, a lot of credit to the Big Twelve for uh I don't blame not, Well, I mean at some point, you know, you gotta sit back and think like, well, you know Big picture. I mean, like, if you're like a three loss SEC team and a two loss
1: Big 12 team, like I don't know. There there's uh, college football is just weird to compare yeah. across the board right now because apparently everybody but Georgia just sucks. So
0: hey, and Ohio State unless they're playing Northwestern.
1: Yeah. Speaking
0: by of the weird, way, uh, we haven't even I, mentioned this yet. Gavin is naked with a blanket.
1: Driving a car we made without it. a bumper.
0: Show me <laughs> them TDs. All I'm saying you is know. we made it eight minutes into this episode and we didn't even mention like Gavin. You're naked right now.
1: <laughs> it's wintertime. My car doesn't have a bumper. We're broke. We're just chilling out in here. Everything is fine. <laughs> what did fine. you hit? A raccoon? No, the raccoon hit my car. There's <laughs> a big difference. Okay. okay. What was the raccoon what? driving? No, that that <laughs> raccoon <laughs> was a. All right, so I hit the dumbest raccoon that could ever run a four four forty. That motherfucker was cold <laughs> ass. Like, I wiped out the top of the athletic gene pool of the raccoon this morning. And so, uh, yeah, my Honda Civic didn't have a bumper on the left side. It did on the right side. There's a tank that is supposed to be attached to my car in my backseat. I don't think it's important. Um, but everything still ran on the way to and from work today. So. Well, that's a positive. Yep. What does the bumper um, even do? Uh, stops a raccoon from hitting anything all that important. Dude, my coworker hit a fucking deer
0: yesterday. He like came into work like thirty minutes late, and we were like, "Oh, hey, what's up? Like, why are you late?" And he was like, "I hit a fucking deer." And we were like, <laughs> "Excuse me."
1: I I think it really wraps uh like per- wraps up this Ku game perfectly, like how indifferent we are on like Ku's. Dude, that was drug because- at a point.
0: I got drug out to a fucking tailgate at 1 in the afternoon for a six o'clock game. Like
1: No, I mean just like think about this. Like KU's not gonna win anything important at this point. We figured that out. Hey, but
0: that that's maybe not true. Maybe.
1: There there's no way they can still make it to a Big Twelve title game, right? No, they can. Uh, Oklahoma, yeah. If
0: Oklahoma loses loses one game, game. Sucks. Oklahoma loses one game, Baylor loses two, and they went out, they're in. Yeah. What about I, Texas? I mean, they need a tough. They would have to beat Texas on the way there. Texas already got oh, two losses. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. like they're this this like race for second place is. Everyone sucks. I mean, K State. Cool. Okay, do, I mean, Texas they all, controls yeah, their they destiny. K State's probably got the second. The winner of K State and Baylor pretty much like has. I think Baylor controls their own destiny. K State. Doesn't, but all they have to do is have Texas lose to like it's like KU Baylor or TCU, so it's like not impossible. You know, yeah. you know what? That's what K State would do. I, I really State
1: think, would, I'm, I'm sorry, I was just gonna say, I not to move us on too quickly here, but I really do think that that Texas team that we saw fully healthy, granted off a bye. But that was, that's probably the best team in the Big 12 right now. I don't like, believe
0: that. we no. not watching
1: the second half.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll get to that here in a second. Let's talk about I mean, KU we're supposed versus... to be a
1: top team in the Big 12, too. Are we just going to? Yeah, we dominated we gonna, them in the
0: second half. Are we just going to jump into this? It's stuff. not as yes. much as they dominated us no, in the like, first hold half. Hold on.
1: We still got to talk
0: about KU and Texas Tech. No, fuck KU. <laughs> hey, we, that, that chance outlawed. Okay. Um, you know, <laughs> Um, it's KSU now, Gavin. Obviously, you fucking yeah. idiot.
1: Not drawing. Um
0: final word on KU. Ball good. Sam, idiot for thinking you would lose what I think you would lose. Five straight games. Yeah. Idiot sandwich. What's what's um, the, just, let's games. just let's just throw out the predictions real quick for Texas Tech and we can just dive right into that. Where's this game at? At Texas Tech. I don't know. Texas Tech is Texas Chris Tech going to convert like twenty fourth downs? If they are, then they're going to fucking win.
1: Because Texas
0: Tech just goes for it on fourth down all the goddamn time. Um, I don't they know onside kicks. Texas Tech is weird. Joey McGuire is like coaching this team like the guy from Arkansas in high school, but like really toned down. I really just want Joe McGuire to go in there and be like, hey, we're going to fucking onside kick at every play, and we're going to look for laterals on every play, and we're going for every fucking fourth down. That's what I want. I want to see this dude just go for it. Actually, that high school coach got hired by Presbyterian. I kind of want to see what the record is now. Uh, Oh, I remember that. Yeah, they're Yeah. they're, they're four and five right now. So Presbyterian's four and five? Texas Tech. Oh, uh, fuck it. Texas Tech is four and six now. Fuck KU. <laughs> KU wins. Yeah. Um, you know what? Let's just let's just go fucking way out there. Uh, fucking KU wins uh, forty two to fucking seventeen. There you go. Watch Yeah, you know, we're, we're so just gonna accurate. we're just gonna fucking drop the fucking hammer on fucking Texas Tech. KU's gonna fucking walk up, take their six and three cock, and just plop it right on the table in front of Texas Tech. Come They're to- not gonna to- leave. it. Else. They're not gonna leave any doubt. Yeah, yeah I, fuck it. will it be 42 to 17? No. Okay, you win. I don't know. Did I want to like give you the image of fucking Jason Bean having a 12-inch cock and fucking plopping it out in front of Texas Tech? Sure yes. did. One and nine. What? Presbyterian, Presbyterian is Presbyterian is one and nine. Shit, that's bad. That's <laughs> bad. <laughs> Hey, but they're, like, non-scholarship, though, where they just became scholarship. So, it just became scholarship, I think. Yeah, so give
1: it some time. They He's working with walk-ons.
0: Gavin, what's your score?
1: Uh, so, I'm kind of in the same mental thinking as Sam here. Um, I'm also going to give all the KU fans that listen their weekly, like, shout-out of I'm still worried as a K-State fan about that KU game. Um, 31-13. I- uh, KU in this game against Tech. I know in my heart of hearts with
0: everything, I know we're going to win these next two games. is going to beat Texas, and we're going to lose to KU at an 11 o'clock kickoff primetime big noon game to miss the Big 12 title game. It is going to piss
1: me off. No, 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 no. We are going to lose to West Virginia because we're looking ahead to KU and then realize at the end of the season that if we just would have beat West Virginia, we would be playing for a Big 12 title game. Because the only two games we care about are KU and Oklahoma.
0: All right. KU wins 31 21. Let's hash this out. Let's get this KSU talk. <laughs> let's get it. I don't let's know get it going. to Talk about this game. There's nothing I know, to, but they, we there's need nothing to, to talk about. We need to debrief. We need to, what do you say? Uh, blow no, the right. load yeah. a little
1: bit. We need to. Okay. De-
0: yeah. All right. So okay. then let, let's just go for it, right? <laughs> All right. One one by one. We'll start one by one. No, no, let's not go let's,
1: therapy session.
0: I, I'll, <laughs> I'll recap the game and tell you exactly what fucking happened. Oh, God. Texas (laughs) ran all over K-State for two quarters. K-State played good offense for two drives, stalled out per usual. Adrian threw a really bad pick to give Texas a 21-point lead. And then K-State dominated on defense for an entire half of football, giving up three points. And K-State's offense played pretty well, scoring 17 and then adrian martinez on the last drive just didn't get it done which is a shame but it's whatever that happens um more criminally was we ran the ball three times with under six minutes to go in a game down a down seven, I think it was at the time. Yeah, we were, well, were we down were, two yeah.
1: scores at that time. With mm,
0: what are we? I can't remember. Yeah, so remember. at that time, so no, time yeah, we were down two scores. We were down, down two was, scores. That was that drive where I was pulling my hair, non-existent yes. hair out, because we acted like we had a ten-point lead, yes. but we actually had a ten-point. Yeah, deficit no, that there. That, okay, so that like, was my, city clock management. My synopsis of this game. I have been saying for weeks that a run defense is not very good, and it wasn't for two quarters, and it really cost us. Um, The offense was
1: fine. Inconsistent. It, it was yeah. inconsistent,
0: but it scored 24 points, which yeah. is uh, – Yes. 24 points without any – no, that's a lie. But 24 points is about what you'd want out of the uh, – out of the offense. 24 to 31 is about what you're cooking for. So low end of a good game. And uh, the clock management fucking sucked at the end. And I it didn't make a lot of sense. Um, K-State lost the game. I, I think a lot of people are going to talk about, oh, well, they should have started Will Howard and blah, 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 blah. blah. But, like, I I tried to explain this to Aaron. Um, and Aaron was drugged so I mean it was hard but like there were so many different like factors in losing that game like, that playing Will Howard while yes it probably would have helped our chances of winning assuming that he played as good as he did in Oak State there are so many other reasons we lost the game that I can't just sit here and be like Adrian you lost the game I can point and say, Adrian, that pick really fucked us over at the end of the first half, and that's true, but the entire defense kind of fucked us over for the entire first half, and then the clock management really kind of fucked us over on that last drive, and, like, I don't know. The the turnover on the last drive, I guess that didn't really bother me. That's just kind of how last drives go sometimes. Yeah. So, I, I don't I, know. Like, again, there's a ton of reasons they lost and they got outplayed. I don't know if they necessarily got outcoached. Maybe I know. I, I
1: think the smartest thing I heard to wrap up this game, and this was a direct quote from our beautiful host, Sam Long, was that there's probably about 17 kids and two to three adults that we could blame that loss on altogether, which is just like a perfectly good synopsis. We played a really talented team off a of bye. And I do want to point out that like, over the like, majority of the season when we're playing shitty competition and we're coming on the show and it comes off pessimistic, but we're sitting here saying like, yes, I know that we won, but there is still some like obvious like flaws with this team that need to be addressed for later in the season when we're playing tougher teams. And it really just felt like this game, those things just weren't addressed. They've been problems all season. And I mean, because let's, let's not fumbles are random are we really just gonna like forget that we forced to We those fumbles and like great plays on the ball great punch out by i think echo or whoever got his ball onto the wide receiver there ec- yeah it was echo yeah,
0: boy that, was, it, that was echo i couldn't remember if it was him or cheat him yeah that was an awesome play and then like we did nothing with it so
1: well and like even regardless of doing nothing with it like we got two extra possessions like in good uh field position against texas mm-hmm. on like momentum shifting plays too because those were Third downs that Texas has converted, and then immediately turns the that, ball that over. That one
0: was a fourth down.
1: Fourth down. So like he,
0: he was going to score on that. That was a uh, yeah. Was that, who was that number three? A and M was that Chapman who made that tackle against A and M in eleven? Was it? Uh, I can't remember. Doesn't uh, matter. But like that's the consummate K State like don't give up play. Yes. and that's what that one felt like, and it felt really
1: good to see that. But like at that same time, we got those two extra things like those happened, We could have just not recovered those fumbles and not got two extra possessions. Like mm-hmm. the Adrian, the Adrian pick is like on Adrian. That's not an incredible play by the defense. The fumble yeah, was is like, linebacker blindness. And like I, I don't want to put this as like Adrian playing badly, just pointing out like our defense made incredible plays for us to get the ball back. And then luckily the ball bounced our way to recover the fumble. At the same time, like we threw the ball straight to the defense, and then Adrian held the ball in the pocket for six seconds and got strip sacked. Like these were not equivalent plays made. Okay, uh, no, hey, give me a second here, B. I know, No, no, like, you
0: got the table. I'm next. <laughs> the
1: The important thing here is like w- there's been holes here in this team. We played a really talented Texas team off a of bye, and they just came out ready, like came out prepared and beat us up for a half, and the. Uh, the hole that we had dug with the flaws that this team has just wasn't enough to come back in the second half. Adrian played a great game passing the ball in the second half. I think that uh, the defense also kind of backed off a little bit. You saw some of the limitations, but also the upside that Adrian brings with his legs on those plays. Um, But I just, yeah, there's so many things that happened for this game to not go K-State's way. And you just kind of, Gotta ha- you gotta have that stuff when you're playing a more talented team than you. That's I, I guess
0: for me, and not to cut you off beans. No, this doesn't don't. feel like TCU, where I feel like if we played TCU again, we'd win. Like this really feels like other than I I think the only thing that genuinely like upset me in hindsight, still like like when I watched the game. Yeah, I get pit- I get mad at refs and shit, and like get mad at other stuff. But usually, like you know, by the time I come back on a Wednesday and we talk about the game, it's just like whatever. Um, I would need to rewatch the tape on the play. I'm assuming dude turned his head. That fourth down no call on the P- on a potential pi on Philip Brooks kind of felt like the momentum shift. I don't want to blame refs because blaming refs is fucking cheap. And I don't I really did. feel like, huh? Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I did talk mm-hmm. to my coworker. Who's in a D one official said that that was not a PI. Okay. And like, again, that's one of those. one. I'm guessing he turned his head. Then is what happened. He turned his head to go. Look for the it call. wasn't, it wasn't enough there to make that call. If that okay. makes sense. That's, that's fair. Um, again, Blaming officials for losses is fucking cheap anyways. I don't like doing it. That's like the one. Was that, was that the fourth and one play? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to tangent on that. One. Okay. Whatever, whenever it's my I, turn. Okay. I know where you're going with this. Yes, I hate that play too. Um. Because I already I, know that I you're I going. Don't, I don't hate that play. I hate that play in the time that it came in because we it was right after timeout and you screwed. You sat there on fourth and one and said, yeah, a shot to the end zone on fourth and one is what we need right now. Well, I think I don't actually think that that was a shot, though. I feel like there was a look that we because I think we sent Cade in motion. I think we were looking to hit Cade in the flat. I don't know. I'd have to watch the play like on TV. It it seemed like my when watching it from my from a, a thousand foot perspective, you know, where I was sitting. It looked like Brooks was the initial target there. Okay, I I can't tell because that play, I'm on the fucking thirty yard line on the opposite side of the field in the fucking six, six S- same round. here. No, I was I was like what? Uh, I'm a, I'm just the next section over from you. Like like, like like Gavin, like seriously, with where you were sitting, you probably would have a better idea about that play. But like to finish off my point and let Beans actually talk. Um, yeah, don't want to blame officials. Uh. Obviously, I just feel like Texas beat us. Like, I I don't really feel. I felt disappointed that we had lost, but I wasn't like we played about it because I didn't really feel like we did enough to deserve to win, anyways. And I think at the end of the day, um, I was gonna say something else. I don't know what I was gonna say. Something. Something about something. I might remember later. Something about something. What you got for us, Beans? All right. So I want to kind of just go in chronological order of which this game kind of happened. I I I remember now. Go ahead. I remember. What is go what is going on? Jesus, Sydney. (laughs) So Julius Brent's is hit, right? The targeting. Oh, damn it. Is is a consummate example. And I've been preaching for this. For the last two to three years. We have got. To get targeting one. And targeting two in the game dude. We can't be ejecting kids. The second play of a game. For a hit like that. Like I get it. You want it out of the game. Like I I completely get it. And I know I'm biased. Because I'm a fucking K-State fan. And my best corner got. Kicked out of a game. On the second or third play of the game. But like there's gotta be like a fucking there there's gotta be like helmet to helmet is like an auto ejection and like shoulder or like face mask to helmet is like targeting one like a sportsman like penalty thing right
1: 10 yards Yep.
0: just i mean it can it can be 15 i don't give a shit you can still make it 15 and you can give them like a strike and but like i don't know that that's that's just something I wanted to say. It's yep. it's really just a, I, we got to fucking do that, dude. I'm so tired of watching kids get injected for fucking dumb shit.
1: For playing uh, football.
0: All right. Now You're, that I've. Yeah, it's your I've turn, Vance. You, you oh, oh,
1: oh, is it mine? Is it mine? Yeah, yeah. now, oh.
0: uh, you know what? I'll oh, shut up. I'll even put <laughs> on my mic here real quick. <laughs> no, so, you, Sam, you kind of hit the nail on the coffin there with that Julius Brent's hit. I do think Brent's not being in that game made a huge difference in that run game. I mean – Don't, don't, don't say no. Don't, don't shut up. I'm not going to say no.
1: No, <laughs> Yeah, I, I just wanted to point out that um his backup played really, Parrish? really well. No, he yeah. was
0: good. He is good. Locked down. Great. He is a great lockdown corner. The fact that he's a freshman, great. You know, Olathe Northwest, I think. Those guys are dudes coming out of high school. But – My thing is, Brent's six foot four, 210 pounds, runs stuff in corner. Like, Brent's is going to be an NFL corner. Not not starting. I don't know. He's going to be an NFL corner. He's going to get get size. He might get his or something. Yeah, size, weight, speed. That's what he's got. He sets that edge. Without Brent's having that ability, like, where did they run the whole game every time to Parrish's side? They yep, ran to Parrish to edge, every right. time, and that, that Parrish isn't a tackler. He is a slot corner. That is his role right now as a freshman in college is playing the slot. Now you have him setting the edge there. What did they do all the time? They scrunched. They scrunched their receivers in. A receiver can block him. At least with Brents if a receiver's blocking him, it's like blo- a receiver blocking a backer. Yeah, but, I mean you can't you, could, do it. you could tell we weren't getting. We've been doing a pretty good job this year compared to years past of getting off those kind of blocks and like forcing stuff inside. And like that just wasn't happening this game. Our game tackling is amazing this year. Our initial tackles suck. Our game tackling is awesome. And I don't think watching this game, like I don't think Quinn Ewers made that much of a difference in my opinion. Like I think he was just a really good game manager. Yeah. Threw it from the first quarter to the, yeah. he didn't he didn't have really to be, have to do anything he made no, really nice throws when he had he to. did he did yeah. but he didn't look like a number one high school coming out quarterback you know big shot like he looked like a quarterback that manages he, the game he right. missed I will every counter impressive that
1: throw he attempted yeah no yeah yeah I exactly. will
0: counter that with most college quarterbacks will miss like half the throws that he made. If that makes I, yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, a lot of the throws that, a lot of the throws that he completed were very necessary and were in tight windows. So, like, what, what I will say about Ewers, Ewers is like your buddy at the bar who, like, is a darts, like, professional dart player. Yeah. But, like, you call him over, like, once a game to hit, like, the last shot because, like, you get, like, cause you, you're playing. You're playing against someone and like you say, "Hey, let me have a celebrity shot." And you call up your buddy, he's just a fucking dart pro. Like that's yeah. what it that's what it felt like. Like you didn't miss any throws. No, and that that, that that's, you know, besides the fact I do firmly believe in it with my every but bo- ankling bone in my body, if K-State had that game again, they win it. I I seriously do. Mm. Because It took us till halftime to figure it out, and I know I can't. I know that's you know that's a that's a shitty you know analysis. Like, oh, we figured it out at halftime. Like, if we could have them again, we'd have it figured out this time. No, because then everything changes again. Yeah, I just think I don't know. I watching that game, watching the first half, I knew we weren't the better team. Watching that second half, I thought we were the better better team. It's just the play calling got in our way. I so, I don't even know if that's the case. Yeah, I, I it I, felt like Texas got like a ninety percent on the first test, and we got a fifty, and then we got an eighty percent on the next next test, and they got a fifty. Like they still yeah, ended up fifty percent or five points ahead of us, like on average. But like that was enough. That's the difference in the game. It and that and that's I agree with that. I just wish. I, I just want to know what was going through our coach's head when we, when they were saying, let's take our time. Oh, what so what I, was going I through our mind? That
1: yeah. I was, so regarding that part, um, I guess to close off the last point as well, like we're coming off of one of the biggest wins in program history, like emotional roller coaster. Texas is coming off a bye. So like we're getting Texas at their absolute best and most prepared. And we're getting us like, With not no preparation, but like you understand after that, like Oklahoma State game celebrations, everything it's kind of hard to get back up there for a little bit. I think that was part of it. Regarding the coaching, I there's been so much just like shit thrown at Colin Klein this season, just like generally. It's like the scapegoat for the K State, uh for K State fans, when they don't understand why something bad is happening, is just throw it at the tornado. And it is. it it really makes me like wonder, like even if Courtney Messingham was that bad or if he's just the guy we want to just throw shit at, like I understand there was some really terrible things he did. I get it. But like, keep in mind beans, we have a fifth year quarterback that's making multiple calls, multiple changes, multiple audibles at the line of scrimmage, taking up 15, 20 seconds after we're lined up with the clock ticking in a like must win situation just to get to like run a quarterback, Read option. Like, I I don't want to just throw this out the offensive court. Who the fuck knows what Colin Klein called 20 seconds ago and three audibles ago and moving your left tackle to the left and your running back to the right ago? Like, who the fuck knows what the fuck what play call was called on the, that last drive for my money and like a hurry up, like try to score quickly situation? A, I don't think we trust Adrian to throw in the red zone. So I like I don't blame us for not passing there. And then B. I don't know what play call was called because nobody knows only the guy that was in control at that moment and making those calls knows. Cause we, we give our quarterbacks that that's not new to K-State. Skyler did that as well. Will Howard does that as well also. So mm-hmm. like I'm putting that on the guy that's actually making the call there, not necessarily just throwing it at our play calling or how we're handling time because our coaches aren't doing that.
0: No, I agree. I I can't agree with you. I I agree with you to the fullest on that. Like, we don't know what is going on. I just want to know...
1: Now, apparently Adrian didn't either.
0: (laughs) True. I I think... But but, but hold on here. Like, my thing is, like, we're giving it to a team that is rushing for 300 yards this game. That's the difference. Like, we need to... If we're going to score here... I want to make sure that we're scoring with them having as much time on the clock as possible. Cause they're running the ball. Granted we were playing out of our fucking minds that half like yeah. our defense was, we capitalized on every situation we needed and they were playing great. I just don't want to leave it to chance like that. Yeah. You know, seeing what the first half was yeah. like, our, I want to give Texas knowing that they're running the damn ball like that. Our, with, I want to see them have that ball with 10 minutes left on the clock, knowing that we'll get it at like seven and have another chance to score.
1: It worked out okay, but it like did. our no, process our, our process yeah. on that second to last drive was terrible. And that to mm. me it's just kind of on everyone because we weren't prepared in any way, shape, or form. And yeah, no. It's I agree. Kind of, we talked about this, like we haven't seen our rush first quarterback in a like must pass behind two scores situation. That was the first time we'd seen him in that situation this whole season. Yeah. So and like he just he wasn't prepared. And to me, that's kind of on everybody. So,
0: I have kind of a couple things here, and then like we can put a bow on this and just move on. A, like, well, one of them is a question. So, but here's my statement first A, with Adrian Martinez, and he did it at Nebraska and he does it now. And I don't know why nobody's showing him this. And I don't know if I don't know much about quarterbacks. I just see it from my perspective. You were a quarterbacks coach one year. No, linemen, linebackers. I don't know why I thought that. No, linemen and linebackers. So, anyways, completely different. But, anyways, whenever Adrian Martinez is doing this thing where he moves up in the pocket, and usually when you see a quarterback do this, like, you see Mahomes do it, like, they kind of, like, tuck it in. But, like, Martinez, like, puts it out there. Like, he's, he's like, trying to scoot up, and his, like, arms are, like, yeah, he does the dancing bear thing. And it's, like, you're not holding a titty here, bro. Like, put the ball in your gut and, like, move up what are you doing here i don't my guess is that he's been like he probably got that habit like in high school and scott frost probably just decided not to fucking like beat that habit out of him and and it came up and it cost us the game it almost cost us twice like
1: yeah no the adrian has had a lot of like for every single time that he almost gets sacked and then like escapes, and we're all like, "How the hell did he do that?" No, yeah, no, 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 yeah, I agree. I another agree. time when the ball comes out. Yes, and like for it's equal, it, yeah. it, it cracked me up to no end. All these K State uh, fans are like, "We we haven't thrown an interception yet!" Like, raw, raw. it's like, I all just, right, but we've had but three like, fumbles in the pocket. So, yeah, like, holding exactly. the ball for eight seconds is kind, and fumbling is kind of. Worse than an interception, honestly. So
0: yeah, because they're getting the ball like right. and at the line of scrimmage, essentially. Yeah. That, yeah. If you think that about usually it Usually is worse. Yeah. What's your question like, that means? Yeah. So I'm going to ask this because this is going to be the typical K State like fan, you know, that doesn't know anything about football. Does Will Howard make a difference in that game? Were you waiting for that one, Gavin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does Will I mean, Howard yes, make that bit of a difference? It's a completely different person. I agree. I agree. I don't know. Is it positive or negative? I don't fucking know. Um, he could have been better. He could have been worse. Who knows? I honestly thought going into half. Sorry, Gavin. I honestly thought going into halftime, that that switch was coming. I I I was sitting. I was sitting with twenty-one is a bridge too far to cross. I think if it was fourteen, they might have done it. But twenty-one, it's like. If you burn this, if you like burn another game on this dude's red shirt to try and make a 21 point comeback and it doesn't work, then you look like a fucking idiot.
1: I, 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 the other side of that is, did we play our best quarterback in a game where it's a play in game? Every game is a play in game to a Big 12 title game.
0: Um, for my money, maybe I don't know. That's,
1: I don't know the answer. Just posing no, yeah, obviously, obviously,
0: obviously. The coaching, I can't say the coaching staff, that might not be true. Obviously, Chris <laughs> thinks that Adrian Martinez plus Will Howard
1: having a red shirt is better than Will Howard. I, so, so yeah, to, to give my thoughts on it, beans, um, not the belligerently drunk Aaron Popta, a couple rows behind me's oh my opinion God, I that, heard about this, um, so from a objective football stance, I think it's no stretch of the imagination to just like make the point that Will Howard is a better passer, a better true passer, more comfortable than um, Adrian Martinez. And we were in a game that would have encouraged us to throw the ball more. Plus, again, Texas like shut down Deuce. Our run game just kind of like stopped in the second half. And I always think yeah. that if Will Howard is in there if we're able to spread the field and clear out the box that we can use Deuce a little better than we currently are. The other side of that, so like from that standpoint, I do agree that Will Howard is probably our best quarterback. From a personal standpoint, I wouldn't hear it for Will Howard. Been very vocal about that. But there's for also the last two weeks. <laughs> there's also the side of this where I can't believe that a group of athletes that do everything together, a team. Watch it, carries this dude off the field, beats has one of the biggest wins in k State history last week. However, you want to look at that. but um, you can't tell me there's not some people in the locker room that don't at least not agree. I don't know to what level, but like maybe some of them, some of them have to think will is the better option. Our wide receiver is probably the majority of them. Um, with that, uh, does this team play harder for Will Howard? I don't know, but that's also just kind of like something on the backside of my mind to where it's kind of like a a dark horse thing with this team that I don't think anybody really considers. And I, I think that the one game Will did play against Oklahoma State was our best game, and the team fucking loves Will Howard. And Adrian's getting booed off the field consistently, so
0: Uh, And I'm, he's kind of used to that from Nebraska, but I know, but
1: like that's the difference that we're dealing with here. I know the most popular dude in town is the backup quarterback, but to me, this is different. And that's kind of how I feel on it.
0: I mean, I think a lot of different, I think that game was. Football games are weird because a lot of different things can change. Like by a lot of like very minute details. Like if, Quinn Ewers makes a bad pass on the first, third down of the game for Texas in case they get the ball and goes up 7 nothing. the game is completely different, right? If Julius Brents, like, doesn't get a targeting penalty or whatever and is allowed to stay in the game, the game is completely different. If we start Will Howard, the game is completely different. So, I don't know. Those are always weird. I don't really like to look at stuff like that. Until like the fourth quarter, because then you start butterflying way too much.
1: No, um, I agree. I,
0: I think I think the last thing to note: we got no sacks on Quinn Ewers too. That was a big. That's a big. That's a big thing too. Uh, tech I mean, I think that's a big reason why Texas. Ouch. Really on I didn't. Whatever. I
1: didn't. I didn't realize that. I yeah. understand it now, and like it makes sense, but. Mm-hmm. Never put that. All right, gentlemen.
0: We play Baylor next week. It's 10 year anniversary of us going down to Baylor's, then one overall team in the country and losing. And it's a night game. We're gonna get reminded of it. It's gonna fucking suck. And Casey's gonna fucking win. Why did you just do
1: that? No, Adrian Martinez is the best therapist in the nation.
0: Because I have to bring us down. Because K State makes no goddamn sense, and they're gonna win this game for no fucking reason. I I know it's true. I I know you look at me and you say there's no chance. You're not going to go down to Waco and win that game. And honestly, if we would have beaten Texas, I probably would have said we're probably losing to Baylor. But for some ungodly reason, Chris Kleiman just knows how to rally the troops for no good reason. And K-State loves to, like, K-State this year loves to absolutely – do something to make you want to not be a K State fan anymore. And then the very next week, they'll win a huge game. And then you're back. You're back in it. You're back on the fucking ride. You What's know your prediction, Sam? K State's going to win this game like 28 to 27. K State is going to barely eke it out. It's going to just barely happen. And TCU is going to just barely beat Texas, and we'll just be back in the Big 12 championship race, controlling our destiny, and everyone will be back on the bandwagon one week after jumping completely off the bandwagon. And then we'll lose one of the last two games, and everyone yep. will be pissed. Yep. Uh, yep. yep that, that's what I think.
1: All I right, turn. I think Adrian Martinez is the best therapist in the nation because instead of this being a uber meaningful game where we control our own destiny and it's really impactful, now it doesn't really have that feeling because we're coming off a loss. So it doesn't matter what happens in this game. That's what I'm going to tell myself as I'm reminded of the Baylor game from 2012. Uh, It still
0: matters. If Texas, if we went out and Texas loses one game, we're in.
1: It doesn't matter if you believe, and you and I both believe this, that we're going to drop the game either to West Virginia or KU, regardless Good of life. what happens in this game. So um, K-State's going to win this game. Uh, we're going to win 35 to tw- – actually, we're going to win 34 to 24. Um, I guess we'll take that 10.1.
0: Damn, I can't believe you think we're going to win by 10. That's well, we're going to miss the PAT. No, Zettner's kicking.
1: Yeah.
0: Zetner hasn't missed a kick yet, so we will miss. Yeah, one he game. hasn't
1: missed a PAT yet. He's kicked two field goals.
0: Three that field goals. That were within,
1: actually. like, the 20, but yes.
0: I actually do want to know, before you give your suggestion, Beans, or your prediction, what do you actually think? Game on the line. Like, you're down by, like, two. One second left. What's, like, the range Chris Kleiman allows Zetner to kick? Like, surely it's like a 50 yarder, right? I was thinking like forty-five, but yeah. Yo, Gav.
1: I, I was just gonna say again, on the Will Howard point, it I don't give a flying fuck who Chris Kleinman thinks is the best quarterback on this roster, since he obviously thinks it's Adrian. You didn't know who the best kicker on this roster was until week nine, you dumbass. So
0: Oh, I hate it here. Beans, why does K State lose? Uh, man. K State barely squeaks by. I agree with Sam there, but it's like a, a narrower. It's a, a little bit less. It doesn't narrower. get any more oh, I thought you were gonna say narrower. It doesn't get any more narrow than one point. No, I think it's 21 to 17. Like very football score. Very, yeah, I, very, very yeah. football of you, beans. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm a football dude. Yep. God, we took forever on that segment. That's now, okay. You can tell that a we're big games. You can yeah. tell we're homeless. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> let's agree to not talk about the Chiefs Titans game very much because that game was boring as fuck.
1: That game was actually
0: that game was the exact same game as the K-State game, except Kansas City actually fucking won. But like the game was played in the teens, not the 30s. I have one comment on
1: this game. And it, 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 I just loved watching two teams where there could not have been a greater. And I have all the respect in the world from uh, Vrabel, like, yeah, and Andy Reid. I've never seen two teams come and face each other that had couldn't have had opposite like ways of doing business, just completely styles
0: make fights.
1: Tennessee is just like, we're going to slop this game up. We're going to punch you in the face with Derrick Henry as many times as possible. Vrabel has the quote before the game when someone asked him about overworking Derrick Henry and he responds, who the fuck are we going to throw the ball to, which is just perfect <laughs> for him. Um, and Dude, Kansas, Robert Woods. So, uh, Tennessee goes through one player. Everything goes there. The play action set up off of him. Kansas city could line up a fucking tree out at, slot receiver and andy Reid would figure out a way to get that tree 100 receiving yards and instead of running it like genuine offensive plays we tell our quarterback to scramble around for eight seconds and then throw it to our third string tight end and single coverage downfield and he'll probably come down with it and that's how we do offense we set an nfl record for the m- biggest differential in completions in an nfl football game um yeah i, I just I really, really appreciated like that first that. game
0: what was that, Sam? I said, I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, yeah.
0: i proud of the defense in the second half. Tennessee netted like 16 or 17 yards and one first down in the second half.
1: Yep. Derrick well, Henry I, I, has I, to get first downs to keep running for first downs.
0: I, I, I understand that Malik Willis is. Bad. Bad. Yeah. So. What's infuriating about Malik Willis is Malik Willis definitely has the talent. He definitely is not ready. You know what I mean? He doesn't – from what I can tell, Malik Willis definitely has the talent. He does not have the mental. And developing the mental at quarterback is hard. And
1: time. I –
0: yeah. Malik Malik Willis, low-key, like this is just a – like I don't want to say synopsis for him, um. But I hope Malik Willis can go to the Tyrod Taylor school of sitting for four years and then finding his way onto a uh, starting NFL offense because I think he he has enough talent to be a starting quarterback. He just needs to develop, but I don't know if that'll happen. Um. But yeah, proud of the defense offense made it happen. Titans were bitching about the refs. Even though they netted 16 yards and a first down in the second half and overtime. So I don't know. Was that Travis Kelsey call controversial? Yeah. Did it gain us one yard? Also, yeah. Would Mahomes have been able to extend the ball into the end zone regardless, even if it was one yard further out? Also, yes. So did it matter?
1: Beans, no. I do have a genuine question, like, and I, I don't know the answer to this, and you can ask your uh, referee friend this. Like, why is Travis Kelsey the only player in the NFL where you can't press him because you can't hold him within five yards of line of scrimmage?
0: It's exactly. <laughs> not because of the arm wrapping, right? I, like,
1: I, I, get, I, I get that, I but what like both, both the players are doing past
0: it... I feel like that was more of like holding... So, Uh, okay, so you're talking about the play where Travis Kelsey ripped the guy's helmet off, right? Yes.
1: Yes. Him and the defender are holding each other. So, I think
0: with that play, the ref threw that flat.
1: I think that was honestly a makeup call,
0: in my opinion, because there was, like, a play before that where, like, it could have been a controversial call. So, that's my thought, was that it was a makeup call. But if you watch the play again, like, the guy, like held on for dear life and you know what travis kelsey is doing there is reacting to him holding on so like how do i put this travis kelsey was reacting he wasn't initiating it if that makes sense okay i can see what i i can see that so i still feel like travis kelsey would have initiated. so, so travis kelsey would have came in and initiated that yeah, that's a that's a flag on both of them if you want to call it on both of them or on Kelsey. But because the guy was holding onto him for dear life, Kelsey's initial reaction to get him off of his back was to grab him and throw him down. That's fair. Again, I I genuinely think I it it doesn't make any sense. I I don't understand why that play is controversial because I feel like people don't I feel like people are too stupid to like actually think about like what happens and it's like, okay, they call it on Travis Kelsey. So it offsets those penalties offset. So you're still taking the two point conversion from the two instead of the one, which really I get football is a game of inches. I get a yard is important. Like I played, I fucking know, like I know all the fucking cliches, but like it doesn't, Really matter, like you know what I mean? Like we're going one or two yards, like for the Kansas City offense, it's not like a huge deal. It's a huge deal if it's like fourth and one, you're trying to run it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Less so if you're like throwing it and all that stuff. But um, I don't know. Like Mahomes, like went, got to the pylon and reached his arm out, and his arm was like a yard inside, if not more. And so, like, what happens? He like dives for it, and like the ball skims in. You know what I mean? Like, he still gets it. I'm pretty sure. I guess we'll never know. Yeah. Like, it's different. A different play might get called, but like beans. at the same time, it's just like I don't feel like. I don't know. I I guess I don't feel like it made a difference.
1: What is uh your synopsis, beans? And then I have a genuine another genuine question for you.
0: Okay. All right, so my genuine synopsis is like – and I've – I ran about this at work with one of my buddies and talked to him about it, and he had a really good point. So my rant is like why is it that we prep all week (laughs) for a shitty first half and then we can go into halftime for 10 minutes and just figure it out? Hang on. He said, and what is very true is, like, you got to realize these guys also do the same thing. Like, they have all week to prep, and their prepping just happens to be a little bit better than the Chiefs. But the thing is, they go into halftime and don't make any changes. The Chiefs do. So, it should mean more that the Chiefs can make an adjustment in 10 minutes, and it works. Yes, Gavin? Because we
1: don't run a real NFL offense.
0: I, yeah, see, that's true. All right, so that game was the fuck it, Mahomes, go do your thing. That's what that was like. There nope, was yeah, that that was yep. a carry. When all the cards are when all the cards are are going against you, you have no nothing left in the tank. You don't know what you can do to save anything. And Andy Reid has the ability to say, "Fuck it, Patrick, go." You know, that's that's not Patrick Mahomes. That was Patrick LaVon Mahomes. I talked about that before. There's a difference between Patrick Mahomes and Patrick LaVon Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is a game manager. He gets what, he takes what he can get. LaVon says, I'm getting this fucking touchdown. That play where he ran into the end zone was a preemptive, I'm going to fucking run the ball. He knew that that pocket was going to break down. Because I want to talk about the tackles here a little bit. But he knew, like, go, he dropped back, and his first reaction was, there, he didn't even look at the receivers. He just said, I'm leaving <laughs> and scored Why a touchdown. Why would you? It
1: takes them eight yes. seconds to get open.
0: And th- mm-hmm. See, that's a, but that's the thing. It's taking so long for our receivers to get open, and Juju got is getting really better about running that quick routes, get open, find space. Shut up. <laughs> He's doing really good about that. He's doing
1: really good. Caveman hey, instinct.
0: Yeah. Oh, space, open. <laughs> so hey, I love that. But Lamp boy, I, I do love the fact that like the our defense, our defensive players are making plays that need to be made now. Like we finally have a safety core. Granted, that wasn't the best tackling game in the world, but we have a safety core now that isn't afraid to tackle Derrick Henry. Could you imagine Tyron Matthew trying to tackle Derrick Henry on Sunday? No, because he would be bugged the windshield. Exactly. I, Juan I Thornhill, could imagine. Juan Thornhill was at least meeting him at the second level. He was losing four yards, but at least he was meeting him at the second mm-hmm. level. Like, I could
1: imagine 11 professional athletes stopping Derrick Henry when they know it's going to him every single play. And there's no threat of any, the ball going anywhere else to the outside receiver. I, I can, I can imagine it too. Cause I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see it <laughs> weekly and it gets blamed on Ryan Tannehill.
0: And you know, the balls on you know Vrabel to say we don't need wide receivers we can just no lose. no no no
1: no 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 we saw Vrabel in the <laughs> draft room when AJ Brown got traded and we see how he <laughs> talked about uh our pretty boy here who just got off of IR what's this fucking nuts uh, um, Burks. Burks. so uh Vrabel would like to have a wide receiver but it's also Vrabel's job to win football games so
0: <laughs> no i agree anyways I- I feel so bad for Robert Woods. I've liked Robert Woods for years. Always wanted him on my fantasy team. And the one year that I actually could have gotten him, he's on the fucking Titans. And it's like, I don't want Robert Woods anymore. And so, I mean, that game, that game was frustrating to watch. But, you know, I listened to Travis Kelsey's uh, podcast, New Heights. It's a great podcast. Go listen to it. Um. Hashtag not a sponsor. Hashtag not a sponsor. Hey, sponsor us. Hey, um, come on. <laughs> yeah, but listening to his podcast, like he's what what he said was like, you can tell that the defense is coming together, mm. and it's crazy because I thought they were together before, and now that you hear him say like Colin Saunders played out of his mind, Carlos Dunlap showed up, um, you know. Chris Jones, he was generating pressure off the edge. We wanted him to play edge last year, but he was generating pressure off the edge right now. That's fine. That's great. I wish Derek Naughty would get out of his frog leap stance earlier, but that's fine. It's fine. You know, Leo Chanel, oh, for the love of God, I have a boner for Leo Chanel. I love that guy. Mm. He obliterated the center and the B gap there. Oh, my God. That guy, he does great. Yeah. Like He's going to be a nice player for us. Yeah, Bolton? Bolton? This was his game. Hey man, and, dude, last year Titans where Nick Bolton broke out last year too. Yep. And we got our ass kicked that entire game last year. But if you watched the game, you saw that he was meeting Derrick Henry in the hole every fucking time last year. This was his game. This was the game that he thrives in. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I I am glad that you know things are starting to come together. That was a very good Titans team. Titans always have our number. I'm I I'm just glad we escaped, escaped with a win. I don't know what's going on with Bucker. I don't know. He still might be hurt. I don't know. Guys, nah, fine. Kick,
1: kicking's fluky.
0: Yeah, kicking's weird. Yeah. Like you could he you can literally have a bad day. His wife could have literally pissed him off that day and he could have just had a bad day. That's- Harrison Bucker has been really good for us for f- 3 to 5 years. He's been like one of the best kickers in the league for 3 to 5 years. You're just going to have to ride it out. And my thing is, like, I, out of all the kickers in the league, I still trust Butker going out there and nailing a game winner. That guy's just got yeah. ice in his veins. He's just got that ability to win games when it's necessary. And this isn't even the first time that Butker, like, had, like, had no. a really weird, like, kicking stretch. No. I Was it two years ago when you couldn't <laughs> look an extra point. That was yeah. the year was Herbert like, <laughs> It huh? was Herbert's first game. When he yeah, played. he missed, like, two extra points. They nailed, yeah. like, a 55-yard game winner. And it was like, oh, like, Nobody, okay, nobody talks about that. Like, everybody's like, oh, Herbert competed with the Chiefs that first game. Yeah, because Butker missed two field goals and an extra point. Like, of course you're going to stay in it. Yeah. So, all in all, I'm proud of our Chiefs. Like, I, we're playing without any running backs. We're, <laughs> we're playing with two shitty tackles.
1: <laughs> no wide receivers, six no, tight ends,
0: no corners. Like it's working. It's fine.
1: <laughs> in all seriousness, like I'm starting to wonder if I should not be concerned about us not running a real NFL offense. Like, does it matter? Um, I, I, it does against the highest of the high competitions. But how many times are you gonna get to that? And then how many times is that actually gonna matter in those games? I don't know. Like I, like I mean that genuinely because like, like I'm so are you like
0: asking are you asking like how many times are we gonna have the fuck it Mahomes do it or is no, it that's like, what our
1: offense has been for the season unless like we just throw a screen and break multiple tackles and move downfield like well, really I mean
0: haven't had that either
1: yeah here's my point with that is like when you were talk when you were originally talking a couple minutes ago about like we practice all week and why can't we. I thought that that's where you were going was uh, we practice all week. We put all this time and effort. We have one of the best offensive coaches in the NFL. And why does it always evolve down to, all right, Mahomes, you're going to hold the ball for eight seconds and then just lob it downfield to our third string tight end and single coverage. Like, By the way, why is that out, where
0: – Shout out Noah Gray for making that catch. That was yeah. that was a great catch. Looked like Travis Kelsey.
1: Why, why is this where the offense ends up going if it's not just a turn and throw screen? I, I can't I can't answer that. Besides, our wide receivers suck, but it works. That's the part that confuses me. It shouldn't work. It I, Mahomes is the oddest quarterback in terms of just running around like Jack Sparrow and like figuring it out at some point. The guy
0: looks like he's not wanting to spill his beer. That's exactly what he looks like. He runs with. He literally runs like if he had a stick in his ass. Like that's yes. how I would imagine something. But running. I you know what I don't care because it's deceptive. Like. He's, he's not going to outrun he's the fastest eight guy of all time. He has to have the best mental ability to know where the sticks is at. Like, I mean, he's, he, he's smart. Like, honestly, like, there was that one run there. Uh, I don't remember what point it was. But he was cutting on the outside. And then he was cutting back in. If McKinnon would have blocked that safety, Mahomes could have scored on that. And it, like... He was one block away from breaking it. I'm pretty sure four plays later he ran it again. So he looked out he looked, of breath. He was he probably tired, so much like Aaron Rodgers did, like when Aaron Rodgers was really young. When I hope Aaron, it doesn't. I hope it doesn't catch up to him like it is to Aaron Rodgers okay. right now. that's a completely different conversation. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like when Aaron Rodgers was super young, like it was like the same type of thing about the mobility. Gavin is like seeing into the future and. Not liking what sees.
1: I'm just con- going <laughs> to. Changing my hot take.
0: <laughs> what? Oh, you're changing it to an Aaron Rodgers hot take?
1: It just It's going to encompass Ryan Tannehill, too. <laughs> all right. Getting it all. Ryan down. Tannehill we can, we can is put better a.
0: Better than Aaron Rodgers. Let's go. We can, we can put a pin on this. But. Yeah. All in all, we, we took too with long on this game, too. Chiefs playing the Jags 31 17. Boom. Go Chiefs. Oh Chiefs! Wow, you have you have Jacksonville scoring seventeen. Yeah, ETN's pretty good. Christian Kirk works. Trevor Lawrence isn't crap. <laughs> All right, Gavin. What? What's your score?
1: Oh, uh, Jacksonville. Um, uh, we'll put it together like thirty-five to thirteen.
0: Yeah, that's 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 what I Yeah, I think this is like the game where I hope to god like we just put our second strings in in the fourth. Game feels very close in the first half. Go like on uh, a 21 nothing run in the third. Yeah. All the way cuz that's just our MO. Um, Like this game really feels like it's going to be like, oh, the Chiefs are like, you know, hung over off the Titans loss. They're only they're tied 10 to 10. And then it's like, by the way, the Chiefs are up like 31 to 10 now. That was exactly my score. 31 to 10. So, yeah, we're going with that. So mine's just a garbage time touchdown then. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But we all have the same premise. It's all right there. all right, from one great quarterback to another, Josh Allen UCL injury. He had it before. Quick hitter, bang, bang, bang. Josh Allen's out for the season, right? Correct. All right, good. Chiefs and five. Let's go.
1: Yeah, Josh Allen's fine. <laughs>
0: uh, he's. Playing. I thought it was. I thought it was Tommy John. Well, that's what a UCL injury is. Being it is. I thought the Tommy yeah. John was like a legit ligament. Yeah the U, the UCL the you know whatever ligament. <laughs> No, I thought like the, the unicollateral. Like, I thought there was like a thing in your arm. Called oh, Tommy John. no, 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 no. Tommy John is the pitcher who had the surgery for the first time. So I have, have his ba- I have his baseball card, but I thought like. No fucking were, like, shit. Yeah, I have his baseball card. That that's awesome. awesome. I don't, it might be in my display case, actually. Yeah, I have I his card. Have, I mean, I, that's where I would have it. He has a fucking surgery named after him. Yeah, it's cool. Wait, Gavin, um, you're a Matt Stafford owner in Dynasty. Isn't Matt Stafford's UCLA thing that's the wrong, wrong with him and his throwing elbow? God. Or no, does he have tennis elbow?
1: You're going to push me to my hot take even quicker now. Um, <laughs> I don't. the The elbow injury has been such. It's an elbow injury. It's been such a low, like. I don't. It's not what's wrong with the Rams or Matt Stafford, so I
0: haven't. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to suggest that. I would argue that Matt Stafford's level of play is slightly lower than last year, which is a contributor to why they're so bad this year. But that's not the only reason. Their offensive line is fucking shit, and that's the main reason. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Is an elbow injury for him though.
0: Yeah, I just saw that right uh, he missed four games with it, like his rookie year or something. He's wow. had UCL injuries before. I thought that was his collarbone. I don't remember. Maybe I'm wrong. But uh-huh. I I I have I have read and you know, with Elon letting any jackass get verified, you know, who knows if what I was reading was true. Um I'm an idiot, by the way. I don't care what anyone says. Um, um but I believe I read that he had, had a UCL. UCL injury previously and missed a couple games because of it. So I don't know. That would be a shame. Um, unless you're a Chiefs fan does does he uh fan. does he run out of the MVP race for you now? Uh, Josh Allen, if he's out, I mean, obviously if he's out, I mean, if he misses a month, he's not going to win. Yeah. No. I mean, the Bills, the the Bills aren't going to win more than pro, Bills probably aren't going more than five hundred. Who's the quarterback? Uh, I mean, again, e- here's Maybe the thing: he, either the Bills go like zero and four. And Josh Allen like has to dig them out of a hole or whatever. And he loses MVP candidacy. Uh, they go two, two and two, and like nothing really changes, but he has less stats, so he can't win. Or Case Keenum goes like four and oh, and everyone's like, oh, well, anyone can fucking go four and oh with this fucking team. So Josh (laughs) Allen's not that good. And you know that's true. You know, yeah, I know. Somebody will say that, and then like 10% of the the loudest 10% of haters will just t- attach to it and be like, well, no. you know, if Case Keenum can fucking do it, then of course Josh Allen can fucking do it. What's he's gonna, gonna happen is what's gonna happen is he's gonna be out for four weeks. Case Keenum goes three and zero, and then everybody says, Oh, he, anybody can run this offense, and then Case Keenum's gonna get obliterated in the fourth game. And they're like, All right, Josh Allen has to come back. I mean, let's be That's what real. Happens hell every we- fucking time, dude. It, it is, it is. I'm waiting for this the Genos. Fucking, I love you uh, Super rush. I I love Geno Smith, but I'm waiting for that moment where he has one bad game. Oh, no,
1: Geno different, man. I know. I, I love, love
0: Geno Smith. I love him to death. And I knew that at some point he was going to be, like, the guy. But I'm waiting for that one moment where he has one bad game and they're like, oh, he's not the quarterback everyone thought he would the, be. The problem with Geno Smith, though, is, and yeah, like, sure. The, the, the difference is... Is like that team has a really good running back and likes to run the ball a lot. So yeah, like it, so like he's not being forced to like carry anything if that makes sense. Yeah, and he the difference between like him and Cooper Rush in terms of situation is they both have very similar like run orientated offenses. Go ahead. But Seattle yeah. can run. Yeah. Seattle's better at it. And probably, I hate to say Seattle has the better of the three backs. I I guess I don't want to necessarily say that. I mean, you can argue. Yeah. You can argue any way that you want, but I mean, I don't think it's any, I mean, you're not taking any of those Dallas receivers over uh, any of the Seattle receivers, in my opinion. CD lamb is like very clearly the third best receiver out of those guys. In my opinion. And, like, the other thing, too, is Geno Smith has continuity, which is, like, different. The only continuity that uh, Case Keenan would have would be Stefan Diggs. So, I mean, if he started, Stefan Diggs probably get, like, 20 targets a game or something like that. Yeah. I know. I agree. So, we can put a bow on that. But, yeah. Josh, Josh Allen, Allen. Maybe he plays. Maybe, maybe he doesn't. Um. Wow, that was, um, okay. was good.
1: We, we talked about the Colts to... hiring their best friend to uh, coach football. <laughs> I was going to ask if we to go through
0: anything else before that, but I guess no. No.
1: We're
0: we're going straight into it. Uh, Colts
1: fired.
0: Colts are a mess. The Colts fired Frank Reich, who I personally think is a really good head coach, and I think he'll definitely get a job next year. He'll get a job. He'll become the Denver Broncos head coach next. Something like that. Um, And then in one of the strangest things I've ever seen ever, and I couldn't believe I was reading it when I read it, but the Colts hired Jeff Saturday, the ESPN analyst who has like high, school, high school, high school football. Experience. So here's what I'll say, right? I'm glad he at least has high school football coaching experience, <laughs> because when I saw that, I honestly thought, oh my God, this guy's never fucking coached. What is going on? Um, I genuinely have no idea what is going on. How? Chris Ballard threw like this little bitch bit too about them bitching about receivers and all. it, it was really weird. It felt like nobody wanted to take any accountability for anything as they hired a TV analyst to be their head coach. And it's a mess,
1: and it doesn't make sense. Gavin, take the floor. Guys, they just have money. They're not actually good at their jobs. They just have money, okay? They can do whatever they want. It doesn't make them smart. It doesn't make them correct. He said, you know what? Fuck all you football guys. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want because I have money, and this is my team and nothing's working anyways so why the fuck shouldn't i just hire one of my best friends that i promised a job years ago so there's
0: a couple of things Loki feels it it feels like fucking um ursa is just saying like well yeah that i mean doesn't he have a history of duis I know. Yeah, he, he I'd drug? love to see Jim Ursay in a Dewey situation. It's no drugs way. or DUIs. He has a history of some sort of like getting high or something or drunk or something. Probably both. But, but like, it really just feels like. It really just feels like Jim Ursay saw like Dion Sanders at Jackson State, and was like, "Yeah, let's do that." We can apply that. I think- I don't. So here's my thing. For me, it doesn't make any sense. If you want to hire Jeff Saturday, like, after the season, that makes sense. But, like, it just feels like you're inserting an outsider in – like, this just feels like you're – this feels like failure. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels like there's – you are now inserting in, – you have a non-continuity, like, deal right now right and you're just inserting more in continuity into the situation like it just feels like it'll be a disaster so i don't know gavin what do you think
1: Yep, take a seat, Beans. I raised my hands. Take it, bitch. I'm um, next. <laughs> I'm so, next. <laughs> uh, I would just like yeah. to point out when, like, a player gets added midweek, midseason, whatever, what's, like, the number one excuse that you just get thrown at you by all the media analysts that want to sound really smart? This, uh, Well, you need time to acclimate to the offense and learn the system and all that. Um. As far as I know, the Indianapolis Colts don't send their playbooks and their scheme and all of their thought out to ESPN analysts. So (laughs) Jeff Saturday is just coming in here blind and not knowing anything, but now after like five days of studying for the first test is going to know how to like manage a clock. He's going to know how to handle subs. He's going to know how to handle the scheme, play calling all of that stuff because their play caller is also fired. So like, Anybody that has play calling oh, experience is he's there's no there's nobody on that staff right now with play it, calling experience. Honestly,
0: experience. would it surprise you? This feels like Jeff Ursay's way of like hiring someone <laughs> who definitely <laughs> has more NFL knowledge or more like football knowledge than your average fan, but the same amount of experience as an NFL fan to like prove to it to his fan base that they couldn't do a better job. So they can't okay. call – they can't say, like, they could do better because Jeff Saturday is, like, the best of them. But I don't know. I have, oh, and I cut beans off. I have three things. Oh, Jesus, three things. It's going to be quick. A, isn't Reggie Wayne
1: there? Like Yes, Why Reggie was he Wayne not, is
0: there. Why was he not the better option? Um, Because – Why? Well, it depends on who mean. you ask. Some people will say racism. Other people will say, I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to put Reggie Wayne in a really shitty situation. No, I agree. maybe Reggie Wayne I, I, just I, didn't even want it. It is, that. That can, it is possible that Reggie Wayne just very possible. That is very possible. It, very po- I I feel like we're discounting the possibility, and I know this is very unlikely. Like I'm not suggesting that this is the case. No, this is likely, but it's like I feel like maybe none of the Indianapolis assistant coaches. Exactly. Wanted to fucking deal with Jim Ursay and any of the other shit mm-hmm. and like look like fucking buffoons because of their, like, head coaching experience. And, like, I'm just going to say it. Like, if I'm Reggie Wayne and this team fucking sucks and we're, like, honestly at this point trying to tank, I know that, like, you know, Brian Flores put a lawsuit out there and everything. And, like, you know, there's a disproportionate amount of African-Americans not being hired for jobs and blah, 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 blah. Head coaching jobs, blah 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 It would probably look bad if Reggie Wayne looked went to go be the head coach and went like fucking one in like seven, and that could jeopardize him like getting a head coaching job in the future. So maybe exactly, Reggie Wayne yeah. just decided, no, fuck you. I'm not doing it. No, I so that's that's thank you. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's great. So Reggie Wayne. I think this is also a ploy to bring in Manning. I I do think, like, on actual purposes, like, to bring in Peyton Manning. Because him and Jeff Saturday were butt buddies, literally and metaphorically, for a long time. You saying to coach? No, to coach or to or operations. I think Manning's more of an operations guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Jeff Saturday, head coach, and Peyton Manning, GM. Oh, my fucking god i would hate my life i think manning actually is really smart and i think he could do it i just it this is all just way too like out there and no i agree so that's that's kind of a side note but okay and so now the last thing is like like i don't think jeff saturday is coming into this and saying okay i'm gonna know this playbook by the end of the week no I think he's going to take this from an OC person, not, not an OC a CEO perspective he's and say to. there's no other way like, like hey I'm just going to figure out where we're getting food at for this weekend where we're staying at for hotels and stuff like get guys here on time <laughs> OC you do offense. <love> <laughs> DC like mom basically DC you do defense <laughs> I'll motivate these guys every now and then. I'll give us a Raw, Raw speech before the game, and we'll go like one and five the rest of the season. There'll be like,
1: juice boxes and orange, <laughs> orange slices on <laughs> the sidelines at all times. <laughs> at what point do we know this shit show has hit the highest level? It's when we gotta hire a team mom as head coach, and we just sell tell Sam Ellinger figure it out when it comes to calling play. Dude, can we
0: not start Sam Ellinger? I get the team is tanking. no. Okay,
1: no. Here's another depending. thing. Have
0: Here's to. another thing.
1: Yeah, so Bean's got it.
0: We we have seen this happen where we blamed Matt Ryan, we nope, blamed it all on it. him, and then we blamed Jonathan Taylor, and then now we're blaming Frank Reich. <laughs> Go ahead, Gavin.
1: No, so there's a clause in Matt Ryan's contract where if he gets hurt, they have oh, to like yes. pay him a significant, yeah. uh, I, it's like I a I significant higher portion of his money next season or something. So they're benching him to like make him tradable in the offseason or just cut him. Yes. Yeah.
0: I, I get that. I'd rather just see Nick Foles. <laughs> that's Would fair. You? No, but that's, that, and you might, Sam, you, you might see that. Sam okay. Ellinger Beans. beat out Beans. Sam Ellinger fucking sucked like yeah. as a pro prospect coming out. I couldn't yeah. believe he got drafted and now he sucks in the NFL. Like, sure. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're going to go see Sam Ellinger for the rest of the season because we have to go evaluate him. But like, for God's sake,s give me Brock Purdy sucked in the
1: NFL forever and like wasn't a good prospect, and I'm not sure why he got drafted and then like was forced to start. Would you be like sitting here defending Brock Purdy because oh, I'm not defending fucking Brock Purdy. It's Sam Ellinger. They're all shit. Here's I'm the not, thing, right? Yeah,
0: I'm not I'm not defending Sam Ellinger by any means, but I love to hear the analysis saying like, oh, but he beat out Nick Foles. But it's like also these are the guys that made the same decision like to make the decisions they're in now. So I don't think anyone it. it also wouldn't surprise me if Frank Reich just like said to Jim Ursay, like, fuck this. Like, I don't want to be here if you're going to force me yeah. to Sam Ellinger. I knew yeah. he was losing his job when he said, "Like they just got obliterated." And he said, "Like you know, there's just sometimes when you're just that close." And it's like you weren't that close, guy. You weren't nowhere near. Frank will get hired next. No, he will. will be he's, one of the first three coaches hired next off season. He's going to be the Panthers' coach next year. I'm I want to keep saying Reich is good. I want to keep saying names, and it's going to be right at some point. He's going to be the Detroit Lions' coach next year. <laughs> My dude, here's the thing too. Like I like Chris Ballard. I like uh, Frank Reich. I think they were a, a good tandem. They just, it just was off by a little bit. That team was so close to being good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they were so close. They
1: made the playoffs with Philip Rivers.
0: Like they did make the playoff with Philip Rivers, and Philip Rivers washed as hell. Yes. It it just the whole time it just felt man, they're fucking close. And like they just couldn't quite do it. By the time, by the time that Andrew Luck was healthy and ready to go, Patrick Mahomes had already like established his dominance. And that cut. And like, I mean, even if Andrew Luck was still around, like, who knows? You know what I mean? Oh my god, that's such another thing. Like. We could still have Andrew Luck right now over there. Yeah, we should have Andrew Luck right now. They should have Andrew Luck, and, like, that well, situation that, could be so much different.
1: Yeah. Doesn't I
0: matter. Know. I mean, the Colt
1: – I mean, and, like, there's they're, other they're...
0: things going on there, too. Like, their defense is – okay, and I'm saying this, and we lost to the Colts. But anyways, like, the yeah. defense is looking meh. The O-line, like, Quentin Nelson and Kelly and the other guy, like, they ain't meshing. What's going on here? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a lot of, I think it's a lot of snowball stuff. I think they just got yeah. bad. And, and I like, I like the receiving core. Pittman's is good. Alec Pierce is good. Like,
1: Gavin. I, I have a fun for you guys regarding that beans. Um, Michael Pittman has one target of fifteen yards or more down the field this year. But who is throwing to him? I, it the doesn't.
0: Matt Ryan and Sam Ellinger. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. I, I know, I, I know. Would you, as a, would you as a Chief say, yeah, bring fucking Michael Pittman into this Patrick Mahomes offense? No, we
1: wouldn't We wouldn't use him correctly. We'd be throwing to Noah Gray in single coverage after eight seconds. I would take an Alec Pierce any day of the week. We wouldn't use him. Yeah, we'd move him to tight end. Means you could put Jesus Christ out at extra on this team, and we would be like giving him a – Share after like nine seconds of running around like Jaxboro.
0: It's okay, Kadarius Tony is going to save this offense.
1: I didn't even talk about that. I didn't even talk about that. We'll save that. We'll save that in a couple weeks. We'll save he that from Kadarius Tony him.
0: actually does something.
1: He still got that throw in him. You just wait oh it's, so gonna, happen. it's, gonna, it's happen. gonna happen it's gonna happen
0: it's gonna happen um I also, and it's gonna be thrown it's gonna be thrown to michael burton too just it's watch. gonna be
1: an interception it's gonna we be we already talked about dan snyder
0: last week so yeah. i'm going to wildcard this into saying the who, okay i wasn't hey. here but who buys them uh bezos gavin i don't know rich people like uh, just i just say I, bezos bezos been trying to get one for a long time
1: um, Nobody wants the Commanders. They're, like, shitty I have, I have in, two in every in way, mind. like, all the time, even behind the scenes. What's worse than them, like, public and their PR is what you don't see behind closed doors.
0: Bro, what if, we bought, what if we bought the Manders?
1: We Bro, might we be could, able to at a dollar. What's the sale? Drink. If we what's the bought sale? the
0: Commanders, we'd rebrand it, right? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. What are we rebranding it to? Oh. Okay, the first the first thing has first. to be
1: something racist. <sighs> it doesn't have to be something racist. Can it be
0: red commies? Like, is there anything stopping us from doing that? we well, have just the reds. Just change the reds.
1: That's racist. No, what about the purple, purple people ed.
0: eaters, purple people eaters. Like you have like, to make fun of it. You, you can't make call it the purple people eaters. That's the Minnesota defense from the 70s, 60s, and 70s. Yeah, but you're making fun of all the issues that they've been facing for the past 25, 30 years, and now you're calling them the purple people eaters. Makes it better. You can't just steal that though. What? I'm confused. Okay, um, you know bad what? Bad news, bad news bears. If we bought commanders, first thing I would do. Those black uniforms are great. The W on the front of the helmet front is helmet dumb as fuck. And it the, looks like a crosshair of like the somebody only a sniper I rifle. Do, I would buy that team if I had the money. If I just was rich as fuck and didn't give a fuck, I'd buy it just to get rid of that. I That's honestly the dumbest fucking thing and I hate it. I'm not going to say anything political because I avoid political comments, but I think Donald Trump is going to buy him just to end up back in D.C. somehow. God, that would be really funny. That would be hilarious. That would be the key, ultimate, though, like, like, this, this isn't, like, this isn't meant to be, like, anything of, like, assholery. I don't know if he has the money to buy it. Yeah, see, I don't know either. I don't know that either. But I just, he, think, I just think he would just give the biggest middle finger saying, I'm back in D.C. here. Not being political or anything, uh, that's just, I'm that's not gonna hilarious. lie though. Again, you know what? Fuck it. This is kind of political. Um, I bet you how much money do you think he could raise if he said he was going to try and buy the commanders and he said, but go fund me and said like he would just change the name back to Redskins? How much money do you, <laughs> you think he would raise? you know? I'm like, gonna ge- be I honest, genuinely, because like, is- like the stop the steal stuff, like. That shit got a lot of fucking money. And that's what I mean. Like, there would be a lot of pu- money just for people to see it go back to the Redskins. Like, a lot no. of people would just want to see it happen just to see it happen. Like, I would probably donate to that. I honestly would. No, I'm not because of any political. No, I'm not being racist or political or anything. I just want to see it happen again. Just so I'm just money.
1: old and I hate change.
0: <laughs> Means at the ripe old age of what 25, 24. Okay, sorry. I have the reading capacity of an 80-year-old guy. Anyways. Does that mean you're really smart? No. Hey, um, no. yeah. So Astros beat Phillies four to two. I was right about the Phillies making it to the World Series. I think I actually also said they would lose in six. Run the tape back on that. Hmm. Um, I don't I don't know anything else. I was at the K State game during the last game. I just know game five is fucking awesome. Um, yep. That's what I'll leave it at. I, I was think I was going to try and talk about one other thing before we. Uh, K-State yeah. basketball started. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah, K-State basketball and KU basketball both started. Uh, uh, K-State looks fun, but I don't know how good they are. KU is going to be good. I didn't watch. K-State plays at Cal on Friday, Pac-12 Network. Yeehaw. Yeah. Where did
1: we find the money for all 62 assistant coaches?
0: <laughs> no, those guys, I'm, like, pretty sure, like, Tang is, like, boys with those guys. Like, he's connected. Are they Dude, GAs?
1: there's, like, no, when you look like, at our roster.
0: We literally have, like, a coach for every player. Yes. <laughs>
1: That's yeah. great. And I'm I not it.
0: convinced it's not just because, like, we wanted that player, so we hired that coach. That very well could be true. Like, our I'm like, money. I'm in. Like, like, I'm yeah. all in. Like, if we're going to start hiring dudes as dads to be assistant coaches for five-star prospects. Bring like, it oh, on. I That's what I was going to say
1: is it's all the kids' dads. They're just, like, here now for five years. I've said I this.
0: I, I mean this genuinely in basketball. Because, like, football, like, you can cheat as much as you want in football, but, like, it's really hard to, like, win in, while you're cheating because, like, you need so many players. If Jerome Tang just wants to come here for, like, 10 years, not like it found out and commit like atrocious NCA violations and it gets us to some final fours like I'm bored I don't give a shit
1: what I love about that is like every single person that's offended by that is also thinking in the back of your mind that like well that's what you have to do in today's game but everybody <laughs> does it so. dude
0: like yeah KU fucking does it KU did it like I get it sure. and like I would like to see KU get punished and you know what K state if we committed atrocities like that I call it an atrocity. Bill Self is getting a four-game suspension for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, the thing is, is that council, like, has the final say. Like, they can't appeal that, so I don't know what that's for. Or who that's for, because that's not from the council, I don't think. Unless I'm dead wrong, and maybe I am. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't think there's care. rules that aren't enforced and you're not playing by like the edge of the rules, anyways, which K-State I guess is not, or at least I hope they are trying to. It's like the rules in college basketball aren't being enforced in a way that says they're actually rules, anyways. So I don't know why you would follow them. So dog,
0: all I know is Bruce Weber allegedly went by the book and was able to coach us to an Elite Eight and a big book conference title split, and a fake Big 12 conference-style split with not his own players, but that's neither here nor there. And he apparently did by the book. If Jerome Tang just came in here and fucking started just fucking paying off, folks, started fucking, like, cheating his ass off, imagine what we could do. Yep. No, I agree. But yes, so all the KU fans out there that call me a hypocrite, absolutely. fucking Number one hypocrite right here. That's but guess man. what? Out. That's the thing The NCAA can be like Oh well you know Like that doesn't Fucking count But if K-State won The fucking natty
1: Nobody cared
0: ever Like I would They could strip that shit All they want I don't give a fuck You think Louisville fan? You genuinely think Louisville fans Like give a fuck That that 2013 National Championship Banner's not in the Fucking KFC Yum Center I don't fucking think so <laughs> Like it's like yeah. Oh yeah That title doesn't Fucking count Bullshit I fucking watched them They beat Michigan That Michigan team was stacked, too. You remember that Michigan team? They had Trey Burke, they had Tim Hardaway Jr., Glenn Robinson III, Nick Stauskas, and, like, Mitch McGarry. That team was fucking awesome. I think Karis LeVert was on the bench for that team. That team had, like, five NBA guys. Eh, four. Like, three and, like, two halves or something like that. I'm off on a tangent. Uh, K's going to be really good this year. They have a dude named Grady Dick, and apparently he's really good, so that's hilarious. All right. Uh, we're going to do no money in solidarity with the fact that... Uh, I'm broke. No. California struck down sports gambling bill. I can't believe it. You can do methamphetamine on the side of the road, but by golly, no, you can't that, gamble. That like, bill, too, was literally only going to be on like Indian reservations. <laughs> like, Indian... like. It was literally just allowing like Native American tribes to like offer sports betting on their like land at like a 10% tax. And like Californians just said, fuck you. So wow. who's the real racist? Wow. I did not know that. That's crazy. Also, other dude. <laughs> I got I got it. you know what this is a stigma. This is uh the weird thing from the midterm that I learned. So there was a bill or, like, a amendment in Tennessee. So, apparently, in the Tennessee Constitution, slavery could be used as, like, a punishment for a crime. Slavery or, like, uh, indentured servitude. So, they, like, saw that, and they were like, oh, hey, we're going to, like, amend that so that way you can't enslave someone. You know what I mean? Like, as a punishment for a crime, depending on what crime it was. But, you know, naturally... You know, the bill passes, so that's, like, not a thing in Tennessee anymore. But uh, 20 and, like, one-half percent, like, voted no. Oh. Which is, like, a really bad look. <laughs> Ooh. You, know like, you well, know, like, 18% of them were actually telling the truth, and the other, like, 3% were like. I, I, I honest to God, feel like half of those people... Probably just saw, oh, constitutional amendment. I don't know what that is. No. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. probably what happened. And it's probably even higher than that. But the scary part is, you know, that at least a segment of the people who voted for that was like,
1: we should let slavery still be a punishment. <laughs> <before> <cry." laughs>
0: oh my God. It's like, I thought about it for
1: negative 0.2 seconds.
0: <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. No. No, don't do that. <laughs> um
1: i believe it's thought-provoking time yeah oh, i boy. think so
0: too all right <clears throat> it's more of a question than it is provoking but i mean questions provoke thought what is one thing that you can say in the bedroom that you can say the same thing in the bathroom holy shit
1: there you go that's a good one. Oh wow that's a good one um it's i thought good god it's everywhere
0: <laughs> um, that reminds me of this meme this is not one-to-one but there's a cyanide and happiness meme that i oh, found I those. and it's like a dude with his friend and like the the caption reads like okay and not okay it's just two panels and he it's like him and his friend and they're in like a closet it's like this is where i keep my junk or whatever And then it's like, okay. And then the not okay one is like him next to his girlfriend with his friends. Like, this is where I put my junk. And it's just like, oh my God. (laughs) That's a good one. Um, I
1: I peed a little. I don't have to shit. (laughs) We're all out of room. No more, please.
0: That's not going to go down the pipe. Yeah. We can't Um, fit
1: anyone else in here.
0: I think just the simple aw. I think that's one.
1: Um You could just make it not perverted too, just like, you know, God, this need,
0: feels nice. I need a shower.
1: Yeah. Like no, I need oh, to today up. sucked, you know. Uh that was that was gross. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, All so right. you know when you when you run out of toilet paper or when you don't pull out fast enough, either way, you always get to the same shit. We need a plan B. Oh
0: no. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> oh, that one's gonna hurt in the morning. Nope. All right. Um, speaking of sex, um, quick question: What is your guys' opinion on hall passes? I only asked that because some woman in a at a Chiefs game like weeks ago had that sign that was like Travis Kelsey is my Hall Pass. Oh, that's been at every game so far. Yeah, I I, I know. Like, like, what's your what's your opinion on that? Like, do, like, do like you just... honestly, if if I don't know, like, if if it's like Matthew McConaughey and she's like, well, no, know, the, the Hall Pass is like. Pre-selected. No, I get that. Like, if it's like you know, like we determine, like, yeah, if you saw Matthew McConaughey, oh, it so was like we... a legit. Okay, so it depends on the fame of the person. Yeah, no, like there, no, like there's a mutual agreement. Like, if you ever come to pass, like, you know, and there's that shot, like you both get that opportunity. It's a verbal agreement,
1: Gavin. Oh, I, I was just gonna like be really uncultured and ask what that reference is actually directed at. So oh
0: um a hall pass pretty much just means that you and your significant other agree on one sexual partner, usually a famous person outside of the relationship. So for oh, instance, okay it so would, like it would be like if beans and lauren. Like got married, and then like Beans is hall past with like Jennifer Aniston or something like that. So if gotcha. for some ungodly, always the go to, <laughs> yeah. So if for some ungodly reason Beans ever got the opportunity to have sex with Jennifer Aniston, then like he would just get to, and like it wouldn't be a big deal. Gotcha. Now, of times I've gotten close.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I've always wondered that, like. I feel like I'm mostly against them, but I feel like I would want one too. So it's like, yeah, it's one of those like name. mutual things where like, if you're gonna name people, I'm gonna name people. And That's your people point. might not like my people. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like for all of us, it would definitely have to be uh, what's your nuts. Oh God, I can't think of her name. Whoever played? What what's who's the gal who played Hermione Granger? I can't even. Who is that Granger? And Harry Potter, the redhead. It's not. It's not what? Emma Stone. I thought it was Emma Stone. No, it's not Emma Stone. Harry. Maybe it is Emma Stone. Maybe I'm Potter. an idiot. Harry Potter. I can't remember. I'm. I have concussion.
1: <laughs> Allegedly.
0: Oh, I'm I'm looking up the cast. So yeah, it's Emma. No, Emma Watson. That's right, Emma Watson. Yeah, I feel like that's like you know everyone's like shouting. Oh, yeah. But I feel like that one's just free. That's like a free space on a bingo card. I feel like I feel like Robert Pattinson's kind of the same way. <laughs> Going in the other direction, but Daniel Radcliffe looks like a meth addict on steroids. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe needs to shave that fucking beard. Anyways, sorry. Okay. Hot the hot take of the week, guys. Uh, who, who wants to go first?
1: Well, I I've like already God yeah, I've already God. alluded to mine multiple times. Um, I just want us to like as and I understand we live in a society full of dumbasses that have voices because we have free speech and social media, which is a terrible combination. Um, God,
0: it really is.
1: So, can we just stop like evaluating quarterbacks that don't have a uh, Wide receivers or an offensive line, no. It's like, I I I know we can't, but like, I mean, Jesus Christ! Every single thing that Malik Willis would do well in that Chiefs game, all you would hear about how like well Malik Willis is, and how mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill is gonna have to like watch his back, or like it's. I even saw like stuff that if Ryan Tannehill sees the field field again this season, the Titans are fucking idiots, and it's what? like,
0: who said yeah, that? who? I have who?
1: there are tweets.
0: Okay, what, how? How do you watch that game and come to that conclusion?
1: No, but, like, we see similar stuff with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a fucking, doesn't have any, he (sighs) hasn't. Sammy Watkins is closer to a fullback at this point in terms of movement than he is wide receiver. Like, he just, there's nobody there to throw to. A.J. Brown's tweeting out laughing emojis at his old team because people are complaining about their wide receivers. They have only
0: played seven passes to wide receivers in, like, the last three weeks. Why?
1: <laughs> Why? Why do we do this to ourselves? Um,
0: I I To piggyback off of your thing, I love how the NFC is bad, and people want Jordan Love to start for the Packers, as if the Packers aren't capable of just winning, like, four games in a row and just being a wild card. Yeah, that Weird. defense
1: has, defense like, not showed up the way it was supposed to, and a lot of that I is know, the I offense. I Yeah, I
0: thought, yeah, thought they were supposed too. to have, like, a
1: top five defense in the NFL this year, too, and they just kind of didn't. Well, run, in a the, year the, where defense Dillon just
0: had not shown up either. Like, that's the other thing.
1: Yeah. I, but, I mean, I mean
0: that's, that's that's saying more about the offensive line than anything else, and probably a lot more about not having Devontae Adams.
1: Yeah. Yeah, stacked boxes. Yep. But, yes, in, the like, larger terms, just, like, I, it, it's almost like I just want you to throw it out because I heard Tua was shit, but now when you give him folding chair open receivers in a great scheme, like, he's all of a sudden not shit. It's like Jimmy Garoppolo is I, not, not shit. I'm not
0: on, like, the Tua is good train. I'm on the uh, the two wide receivers and the offensive scheme he has is really good, and he's prop. he is probably, like, B-tier at this point. He's above Jimmy G who's C tier. He's like and Kirk Cousins. And the sad part is he's probably going to win MVP this year. Mm, I wouldn't say that. He might. But he I mean, when you, give, when you give Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs or like Justin, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson and Adam Thielen, it's like, oh, Kirk Cousins puts up really good numbers. It's like, yeah, Tua, you know, just put up really good numbers. Like, they're the same guy. Kirk Cousins is like the definition of B tier and two is like B tier. I've never thought of it that way. That's a good point.
1: I just I just think it's worthless to like say any definitive statement about a quarterback when they just don't have a NFL quality. Sometimes even like that's why you gotta have a
0: tier list, in my opinion. Yeah. Like Allen and Mahomes and like Brady and Rogers are like the only three dudes. Or only four guys, excuse me, who I would have had, like, an S tier, right? But, like, the thing is, is, like, when you move, like, Rodgers and Brady down because they're struggling, you don't move them, like – that's the thing that I think a lot of people are just, like, crazy about is people, people love to take a guy who's, like, a top five consensus quarterback and move him to, like, 15 for no reason. Yep. And it's like, no, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are still good – they're just not better than like Joe Burrow right now who's like definitely top 5 yeah i don't know people love to, people love to be hot takey and over-reaction-y, which is ironic because we're you know talking about that right now
1: yep so that's why it's my hot take oh <laughs> <laughs> yay
0: yay oh. no i just yeah. i just I just love the situation that uh, Aaron Rodgers could put them in next year and give them a 99 million dollar cap hit if he if he retires. God, that would be that would be hilarious. <laughs> that's probably what he was planning for. He's probably just planning to fuck them over. God, I love it. Anyways, i, 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 can, I can go. Next. Mine's a fucking scorcher, so I wanted to go last. Okay, I'll go first. Um, so earlier today I saw this thing on the Twitter sphere from um, I'm gonna get the name right, Emmanuel Ocho.
1: Oh, I hate him. for yourself. You know, I hate that guy. It.
0: No, but I don't like him either. But I love what he said. I love oh, he stuck Mahomes off or something like that. No, he Close. said that Justin Herbert is over. He's not. He's either overrated or overpraised. And I think he is accurate on that for the overpraised part. I would part. say overpraised. Yeah, I would. I would. The guy has and Acho made up very good points. The guy has as many weapons as you could ask for. And he is still has a losing career record. I I don't think he's in a bad system. They have a pretty good defense. They have pretty solid weapons. Like I think he should be a winning quarterback right now.
1: Le- so this year, I'll, go ahead, Sam. Now you got it. I was gonna, this year. I'll I'll cut him slack because he really hasn't had the weapons this year. Like Mike, Keenan Allen's been out the entire season. I don't consider Austin Eckler like that. When the problem right now is their offenses, their passing offense is running through Austin Eckler, and everything's like a zero, like average depth of target throw. And Austin Eckler just figure it out. They don't have Mike Williams anymore, and like Gerald Everett is your best receiving option. Last year was the season where it's like, all right, Justin Herbert, you got everything. The, like, there, there's no excuse to miss the playoffs last year. That's your year everything's going right i understand it's a new scheme new coach but like everything's there for the taking justin herbert you missed it sometimes years like this go bad but i i completely agree with ocho and your point i think he's overpraised i don't think he's overrated i think he's slightly overrated but a lot of that is just the like football guy watching one throw out of 60 and being like Oh my god, did you see this throw? It came out of his hand so fast and he put it in a no, perfect. Yeah, spot. I
0: see, yeah, that's what they see. They see big arm go vroom and they love right. that. They one love time. they love that they that they see this guy just throw a yeet cannon down the field and it can land into a receiver's arms perfectly one time. They love that. Yes. But what they don't see is like
1: the other fifty-nine plays?
0: The other fifty-nine plays where you're wondering like where where, where did it? this
1: guy come from? Like
0: what what, what where, did do you, where, did where did he come from? Where'd he go? Where'd he come from? but that, but that, but that, To be fair, Josh, da, da, da,
1: Josh da, da, Allen has a lot of that too, though. Um, he just has Stefan Diggs to throw to, and Stephon Diggs has always been healthy. He and got he's
0: got legs. That's
1: he's also got too. his legs too. The That's a very
0: not
1: yeah. like that. Yes. Uh, so, jo- I mean, Josh Allen still has that like propensity to sometimes just you know fuck it and n- no I idea where it's going or who it's going to. Um, like we saw last week against the Jets and just kind of like fold into a pumpkin. Yeah. But every once in a while, he'll just hit that, like uncork that 80 air yard, just bomb downfield and you forget everything else.
0: So I think for me, I think it's probably a combo of a couple of things. Um, yeah, I think it's a combo of a couple of things. One, I think, I mean yeah, weapons are down. I think this is more of an indictment on, I don't want to say an indictment. This is really more of a referendum on, like, Herbo isn't, like, an S-tier guy, right? Yes. S-tier dudes, this is probably why Rodgers isn't in that S-tier anymore. He probably was like last year, but Rodgers is getting a little old. But, like, I mean, if you put Mahomes in with some fucking bums at receiver, like, you can it'll it'll get worked out you know what i mean
1: yeah, it's currently what we're
0: doing mahomes' weapons are fine right now but y- you get what i mean um he, herbo definitely in like a beat Her, herbo's that weird dude who's like definitely like not mahomes' level and definitely like more talented than kirk cousins so like he's like in that a tier i think where he gets overrated is i think a lot of people are like oh he's better than joe burrow and it's like no i don't th- i don't think that's true at all I didn't think that was true before the season either. I thought, I thought Joe Burrow was closer to like five than I thought that Herbert was, like, and I yes. thought Herbert was closer to like that eight nine range. I'm trying to think of a comp for Herbert. I can't think of a good comp for him right now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to see, like, I'm trying to think of. That's what I was what wondering too. Like, now. who do we? Co- I do. I, do you compare him to Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow, no. without an offense. Joe line? Burrow to me is a lot closer to, like, Tom Brady. Exactly. I, mean? I agree with like, that. Like, he reminds me of Tom Brady. Like, Mahomes reminds me of Aaron Rodgers, like, growing up. Like, I, I don't know what Herbert reminds me of. Because, like, he doesn't he's remind good. me of Josh Allen. He doesn't a remind conservative me of... Jay Cutler? No. No, more talented than Jake Cutler. Like, you have Eli Manning, Peyton Manning? No. Like, you can't compare him to that because it's weird. He feels like the better version of Trevor Lawrence. Those two, those two feel like the same. They're big, tall guys with big arms and pedigree. He's like, what Trevor
1: Lawrence was supposed to become.
0: Yeah, and I mean Trevor but Lawrence like, could be could and yeah. still could be, but like, yeah, I, that's a good point. Like, I I just feel like, for my money, that kind of quarterback, you don't see them a lot because they usually don't work out. Usually, the big, tall, big arm dude with no athleticism doesn't work out. Usually that's, like, the fallacy of the draft. And that's why everyone, like, was saying, like, oh, he's going to be a massive draft bust. But then he just had weapons and developed well, and, like, he wasn't. But I don't know. It's it's weird. Like, because, like, Justin Fields, like, I see the vision of how, like, Justin Fields becomes, like, a top-five quarterback in the league, you know what I mean? Like, I see the vision. I don't see the vision on Herbert. Could, you know what I mean? Like, could, it, it just doesn't – he doesn't feel like he'd ever have the accuracy to be a top-five quarterback, and, like, it's just big arm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to look at quarterbacks here. And it like genuinely feels like dumb Peyton Manning. That's what it feels yeah. like.
1: Dumb conservative Peyton Manning with a yeah, slightly but, stronger arm.
0: And King like, Manning does that really do have anything that. like Peyton Manning, like one, two Super Bowls because he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. If you're worse Peyton Manning, like, do you ever win anything? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's a conversation to be had. It, it feels like Justin Herbert is. It kind of feels like Justin Herbert is destined to be the quarterback who ever, everyone thinks that he's going to eventually be this top five quarterback. And he feels destined to be the quarterback. That's eight to 12. Like, for his whole career. Sam Bradford? No, nah, I, mean, I don't know about Sam Bradford, because he was always freaking hurt. But, like, he he just feels like the guy who's going to be, like, barely inside the top ten. Like, all the time. And then someone, like, I don't believe Bryce Young will be better than him. But, like, someone like Bryce Young comes in, and he's just better than Justin Herbert. Because he's, like, better. Or, like, Justin Field starts piecing it all together. And suddenly, he's better than Justin Herbert, because he has the arm strength, and like, the wheels, and like, everything, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Alright, we ready for my hot take? Yeah, let's get this rolling. Alright, I gotta set the mood real quick for this hot take. So, last week, Oh, Jesus. So, last week, I felt like i did a pretty good hot take. I feel like Russell Westbrook off the bench sixth man of the year, going pretty good. He's been averaging really good numbers off the bench. And so I'm going hotter. I'm going world's hottest chip hot. Every time, every time a professional or college sports team makes one of those hires Where everyone is like, wow, that's fucking stupid. It either A, is a complete disaster. Or B, works, right? I mentioned Deion Sanders earlier. I thought that shit was fucking stupid. And now Deion Sanders is pulling five-star recruits to Jackson State and they're good. I honestly thought Mike Vrabel was a bad hire by the Titans. And my old Mike, Mike is like one well, of the 10 best coaches in football. <laughs> I think my hot take is that this Jeff Saturday experiment is gonna somehow work. And this team is gonna this team is gonna go like six and two or something down the stretch. Something fucking stupid. And they're gonna barely miss a playoff spot. And Jeff Saturday will be the coach of the Indianapolis Colts next year.
1: How many orange peels would he have to bring for after the game in order for you to be convinced that he was going to be a good coach and work? Uh,
0: Dude, I don't even know if he's going to be a good coach. I genuinely just feel like this reminds me of like Tom Cable with the Raiders or like Rich Basaccia with the Raiders or like, just Raheem Morris with like the Falcons a couple years ago, where it's like, you just bring in a new guy with new energy and everything else is the same. Like everything's the same. And the team, like, I mean, the defense just plays a little bit better and the offensive line gels a little bit better and all this stuff. And I just feel like for no reason, And this could be the... They could go 0-8 the rest of the way or whatever. They very well might go 0-8 the rest of the way. But for some reason, it just feels like this team is gonna win like, at least go like 500. I think they're gonna win like 6 games out of the remaining games for no fucking reason. Because like, the NFL's fucking dumb. I haven't even looked at their schedule yet. But I mean like, I'm going to just go look at it real quick. This take might not even make it off the ground, Gavin. Why? Why? I don't know why. It just feels that way, Gavin.
1: I demand structure and logic.
0: It's called Hot Take of the Week. What am I supposed to do? Just come out here and regurgitate? Fucking Acho's take about... (laughs) justin herbert not being good what
1: what this reminds me of while sam's looking at this me and my boss when we're working on two similar products at work that'll use the same parts and i make my part one way and he makes his part the other way both parts will work but my boss comes to me and tells me that my part is or his part is right and my part is wrong there's nothing inherently that makes one part right or the other it's just that we decide that this is going to work and this is not Nothing makes sense. Everyone in college football sucks. Jeff Satter Jeff is going to be a good coach. Will Howard played well this year.
0: I mean, let me read you off their schedule. Vegas. I mean, they can beat Vegas. They can beat Everyone Vegas. fucking beats Vegas.
1: Everyone beats Vegas. Because
0: Philly. They're not going to beat Philly. Nope. Pittsburgh. You can beat Pittsburgh. You can beat Pittsburgh. Dallas, they're probably not going to beat Dallas. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at two and two. Two probably and two. By week, going Minnesota, at Minnesota, you can – I think you can beat Minnesota.
1: Minnesota ah. is
0: like – Minnesota has one loss, and Minnesota – You prepared. can beat Minnesota. Minnesota. I wouldn't like – Chargers are choke artists. Yeah. Giants are the Giants. I, okay. No, and I'm then just... you got Houston. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, you can sneak one – How many games we got? We got four – you got eight games left. You could sneak five to six wins out of that.
1: I could buy five.
0: I'm telling you, what are they right now? They got two wins I don't know. They got three wins. So I mean, you go eight and nine, like, and the Titans go like nine and eight or something, and you barely miss out on a playoff spot. Beans, you have been stunned silent by this take. And it's because no. you know I'm right. There's, there's nothing to right say to this. Because nothing makes sense in the NFL. You yeah. know that this is going to happen. Yes, I know. And it's... It's going to be fucking stupid. The entirety, con- The entire continuity of the organization is mostly intact. Everyone that has been there is in the same job, doing the same thing. And all Jeff Saturday is going to do is fucking organize everything and, like, rah-rah everyone. And everyone's going to be coaching their fucking ass off to make sure they don't get fucking fired when they hire Jeff Saturday to be the full-time coach.
1: If if Jeff Saturday works, it's honestly going to make me, like, rethink how, like, smart and like how much people actually know in the nfl because this the nfl does a really good job of being this like group of people that for the most part just like kicks each other in or out of jobs and like keeps to themselves so that nobody can actually determine if they're smart or retarded just because it's this like finite group of people and so if this works I'm this random espn analyst that knows nothing about calling plays allegedly like well, he won't be calling plays. It'll just be whoever. Well, okay, but whoever is calling plays still has no experience calling plays because nobody there has experience calling plays. Fair. Yeah. So, I I I would assume this isn't a large leap here. I would assume that that matters. Um, generally speaking, having done like anything beyond just calling plays in Madden. But um, if it doesn't matter, then I think I'm confused to the point where I just, like, it doesn't matter for any NFL Again, team. Again,
0: we're, we're talking about super slim margins when it comes to the National Football League. Winning and losing. Between winning and losing. And I'm just saying, Jeff Saturday mm-hmm. might be, like, the worst coach ever. But if he can bring Pepe Rara in for eight games. The right orange slices and Uncrustables. I mean, like, we already thought this team was all right. I mean, like, I don't know. I think the biggest limit... I honestly think the biggest limiting factor to this is honestly Sam Ellinger. I feel like if you're starting Matt Ryan or Nick Foles, this hot take is a lot less hot. I think the hotness of this take is honestly... The same Ellinger plays well enough for you to win fucking five to six games.
1: I mean, personally, I'd be concerned about nobody on the team being able to call plays. But, 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 um, I would like to say Gavin. we are going to lose our shit when there's a story after the Colts win this weekend where, like, uh, Jeff Saturday took the team out after their big win to go eat at, like, Texas Roadhouse or some shit like that after the game to celebrate, and we just, like, lose our shit because that's literally what he did.
0: Again, what we this whole, this whole Jeff Saturday thing is going to be 5% just playing <laughs> for everyone. Esophagus. 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 <laughs> no, seriously. It, it just feels he's going to come in. There'll be an energy change. He's probably a really likable dude. They'll play hard for him shit'll get figured out they'll win like five to six games because the no and i agree with that oh a thousand percent the logic is there like there's no logic in like how you come to that conclusion but like when you look at like past interim coaches like you know that's just how it works the nfl is scripting the living hell out of this i love it all right beans is esophagating any last words?
1: <laughs> God damn
0: it. You <laughs> started, started with spitting out beer and left us with a deep throat. All right. We're, no last words. That's it. That's the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We enjoy doing this every week for you. I'm so glad that, you know, we are 43 episodes in and that you Jesus. are still here. People Stay listen soon. to this crap. <laughs> I know, all fucking two of them. Be on the lookout for a special announcement next week. You're gonna want to make sure that you're on Twitter at underscore underscore f3s. That's underscore underscore f3s. All capitalizations. Um, make sure if you're listening to this, to maybe go listen to last week's episode because we didn't post it on Twitter because we're fucking idiots. Um, our social the media, de- our social, our social media department really let us down. There, are we gonna like pay like eight dollars to verify our account? No, no, because we don't make any fucking money.
1: <laughs> we made yeah, a like, line,
0: you know, huh? Oh, we made a dollar. My bad. We made twenty five dollars. That's like twenty five dollars That's right. You're, for you're three right. months. Excuse me. Screw it. All right, whatever. It. whatever. Fuck it. Doesn't matter. Shout out to everyone listening to this. Shout out to everyone who follows us on Twitter. And fuck Bosco boys. I'm ready to do it again for another forty three weeks. K oh. State <laughs> basketball is back. K-State football is back. KU basketball is back. KU football is back. Texas is apparently back. Everyone's fucking back. Jeff Saturday is back. (laughs) Jeff Saturday never fucking left. Catch you guys on the flip side. Thanks for watching. See y'all later. God bless.